You're fooling yourself Nothing is real I'm sick to my stomach There's got to be some Welcome back to this week's episode of What's the Point? Here we seek to answer the big questions of life. Why are we here? What is the meaning of life? And how can we know what we know? Each week we take a step back through time and talk to some of the great thinkers and philosophers of history to get the answers directly from the men and women who shaped our world so heavily. I'm your host, Luke Heisler, linguist, cultural commentator, and general nerd. This week we have two giants of philosophy with us. Both men have drastically influenced the way that the world views reality in some similar ways. However, they are separated by almost 2,800 years, 2,500 miles, and vastly different worldviews. So first, I'd like to introduce Friedrich Nietzsche. Welcome, Friedrich. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on, Friedrich. Can I, can I call you Fred? Yeah. Uh, Good. So, Fred, tell me a little bit about your early life. Yeah, so I was born in uh, Rochen, Germany. Uh, my father died when I was uh, very young, and my mother raised me. Um, and I also had a sister. She was kind of terrible. I hated her. Oh, that's that's sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, so what in your life then inspired the ideas that got you to the philosophy you now hold today? Yeah, so I actually grew up as a Christian. Uh, my mother raised me Christian, um, but and I even went to a seminary, but um, I actually started to read um, in uh, university and uh, was uh, disillusioned by uh, the readings I did with uh, Christianity. Um, and now uh, everything is nothing. Um, so, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a bummer. Okay. Um, so, to introduce our next guest, then, I guess, uh, is my good friend Solomon, King of Israel. Uh, what's up, Sully? How are you? Shalom, bro. I'm good. Good, good. How are your wives doing? They're good. Uh, they're they good, yeah. I don't see them very often but yeah oh okay yeah good um how's everything else doing your your kingdom the horses any your concubines how are they uh they're good um the the concubines are a little naggy they want me to uh, consolidate power to uh the other countries uh, there you're from um but uh the horses they run swift real real swift Nice. That's good to hear. Um, so I, I, we know each other pretty well, but for our listeners, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've done. Uh, yeah. So I am the king of Israel, uh, like you said, uh, the, from the line of David. I take throne and make big temple, a big palace as well. Uh, I expand the kingdom, uh, gather many riches, um, and yeah. So Sully, how? How did you get so wise, right? How did you come to write Ecclesiastes? Uh, yeah, so I um, wrote Ecclesiastes after much chasing of wealth and women. I, I still chase women. Um, and much success, but um, I realized that life is hevel. Uh, it's a Hebrew word, mid vapor. Um, and... All, all these things, even uh, wisdom, is not not worth ch- chasing after. Hmm. <clears throat> uh. 
Have Have either of you met before? Uh, yeah, I I know him uh, many years ago, but uh, I've since um, moved far beyond uh, his friendship. Oh, cool. Were you guys like bros in college? Like, did you have a study group or maybe like, I don't know, like same work study or yeah? Um, nine? Uh, n- no, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, what about you, Sully? You, you what about you? Uh, yeah, I I remember some of Nietzsche, but I I too moved past very quickly. <clears throat> okay, that's kind of weird, very enigmatic, kind of mysterious. Um, whatever. Now that uh, introductions are out of the way, I know that you both have some views, and they center very much around the idea of meaninglessness. So, what exactly do you mean when you both talk about meaninglessness? We'll start with you, Sully. Yes, so with this, I do not think there is a very good translation of Hevel. Um, a better understanding is uh, about uh, vapor or, or smoke. Um, smoke is real, uh, but it is impossible to grasp. Uh, life is meaningless insofar as we pursue uh, the things uh, under the sun. Uh, for for that is like chasing after the wind, as I wrote in my book. Um, pleasure, novelty, legacy, even wisdom, and I'm I'm Solomon. I'm saying wisdom is in this uh, cannot be lived for because they they are heavy vapor. Uh, life must be uh, lived in light of God uh, and enjoy the simple things. Yeah, that's good. Thank you for your thoughts. Um... What about you, Fred? What do you what do you have to say? Yeah, I disagree with uh, Soli. I guess Soli. Uh, life is meaningless in the sense that it is not defined by God and His religion. Uh, this ascetic idea uh, that suffering has some ultimate purpose uh, is v- ridiculous. Um, suffering is merely suffering. We are haunted by this zeitgeist of God and the supposed uh, Christian age. Uh, we have moved uh, past the myth of, of God. There is no morality, uh, reason, wisdom, or even uh, reality. Even the idea that uh, language uh, actually uh, conveys something of substance of some sort is ridiculous. They believe uh, that we know something uh, about the things uh, themselves uh, when we speak of trees, colors, uh, snow, or, or flowers. Um, and yet we possess nothing but metaphors for things. Uh, metaphors which uh, correspond in no way to the original entities. Hmm, interesting. Um, we'll come back at the end to your responses to one another, um, but I'd like to go forward for now with another question, and that is, what are each of your thoughts on the Enlightenment and on modernism as a whole? Yeah, um, so I, I would generally... Um, Plot uh, the step away from God. Uh, I, I believe these modernists are worse than Christians before them, though. Um, m- many of them uh, would deny God. Uh, they still act as if there's some 
framework for um, morality remaining there. Um, if one is truly uh, to step away from God, uh, one must uh, also uh, step away from his morality. Hmm, interesting thoughts. Thank you. Uh, what do you think, Solomon? Uh, I actually agree with uh, Friedrich in many ways. Uh, without God, uh, we should not hang on to his morality. Uh, this is one point that I agree with strongly, actually. Uh, we have to realize that the morality only makes sense within a world with God. Uh, on this point, Friedrich and I no longer agree. He assumes that there is no God and therefore uh, there can be no morality and whatever clinging we have to morality comes from uh, this uh, haunting of this God myth. Um, However, I see the rule of morality pervading uh, the world and assume that God must exist because of it. Uh, the the suffering and seeming chaos comes from a fallen world, not a world without God. Nothing is real. You're fooling yourself. Nothing is real. I'm sick to my stomach. There's got to be something else. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Time. Doesn't it always just seem to be slipping away? Well now, with postmodernism, it really is like that. And you don't even know if it's slipping away or if it's even real. Call now to get assured that everything is nothing. Or is it? Postmodernism is for everyone, so you don't have to call anyone about it. Just fully accept it and you will have a somewhat not as good maybe better i don't know kind of life all right we're back so uh as you may notice my voice is very different um this is still luke for sure um but in the spirit of postmodernism i decided to completely change my voice and also you can call me by the name jay um yeah so uh final thoughts i want to get from you guys um fred i want you to go first and just kind of address uh what sully has been saying um and your kind of final thoughts before we close out yeah so i i think that uh solomon is a respectable person um he very clearly um knows what he is talking about in many ways but i think that the main thing with him is that um he is still holding on to this illusion of god um god is not real um and if he is we, we cannot know that he is real um and i believe that uh, religion is a, a way to um give some sort of meaning to this meaningless life um it is a a fool's errand to um try and make meaning out of a completely meaningless uh, existence um i do respect his critiques of modernism uh, modernism as a whole is um 
ridiculous, I think. Um, and I see you nodding, Solomon. It is ridiculous. Um, so I, I think that in a lot of ways we are we are similar, but uh, I, I think that he is wrong and deceived because of this belief in, in God. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Good thoughts. Um, all right, so closing thoughts, and then I'll kind of wrap us up here. Yes, so um, I, I think I respect uh, Nietzsche, Friedrich, in uh, a, lo- a lot of ways because I, I see a lot of myself in him. Um, when I was first getting on the throne in Israel, um, and I was chasing after all these different things, pleasure and wisdom and gold and riches um i i came to the conclusion eventually these things they they not they do not satisfy me um and everything in my life it seemed like there was no no meaning um but then i i realized that there was one thing in my life that gave me meaning and that was that was god um and i think I understand where he is coming from because um, it is completely understandable to look into life and see there is no meaning because I think the the misunderstanding and one of the reasons I, I wrote Ecclesiastes is because the I also wrote Proverbs so go read that book but um, in there it's I think people misunderstand because I'm not espousing in proverbs that if you do this then good things will always happen to you um i think ecclesiastes is a good uh what's the word corrective corrective um to a misinterpretation of, of proverbs um and you look out into life and you see oh there there is bad things that happen to good people there are there are good things that happen to 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 bad people um the rain falls on the the wicked and the righteous um and so i think that we have to understand that the the world we live in is a fallen world um the the world um we, we look out and it is subjective it's gray it's there, there are things in that we do not understand and so in a lot of ways the world by itself is meaningless and i agree with friedrich but i think where he goes wrong and I've mentioned this earlier, but I, I think you're you have you're assuming that because the world is subjective, there cannot be a god, and that's just logically inconsistent. You can you, you can have that um, you can have an objectivity outside of a subjective world. It does not make sense to rule him out just because you had a bad life, frankly. Um, so I think that what he is saying is right up until the very end he you you see he he walks through and sees uh the world is subjective and there is no real evil good whatever but then at the very end he says there is no god because of this and there's no understanding of uh that god can be in that even though we do not see Mm. Yeah, those are really good thoughts, Sully. Um, well, I appreciate the both of you coming on today, and I, I just kind of wanted to wrap up with some of my own thoughts. Um, 
I think that just from I've I've read a lot of what you guys have to say, and um, I really appreciate both of you. I, I think particularly I, Nietzsche. I, I t- talked to you about this earlier before we start recording, but I am a Christian, and um, I think one thing about um, all of this that has been interesting is that when I read uh, your works, um, it, it brought up a lot of questions that I, I'd never really had to think about before, and um, it, it really was kind of putting in my face all these kind of problems that um, I think everyone should deal with, and particularly Christians. And I, I found in at the same time I was reading Ecclesiastes, um, and a lot of the things you were saying, uh, Fred, were very similar to what Sully was saying. Um, but I realized that Sully had like hope in in this, and I, I know that logically hope is not the determiner if something is valid or not. But I felt this like power in in that, and felt God, and understood more fully what it what it meant to live life in light of God. Um, and I think, frankly, that this is another point entirely. But um, I I know I didn't want to bring this up necessarily but i think it serves our point is that as we're looking out over history we have i have the uh ability to see in retrospect and you you guys now that you're dead do as well um and we can see pretty clearly that a lot of your um thoughts nietzsche led to the extermination of solomon's people um in the second world war and that's not that's not on you that's you you could have never known that would be the case but i think you have to look at the re, the facts and understand that there there are things that can be bad about a world without any meaning whatsoever and i think the corrective to that is saying that okay this world is subjective but there is a god who gives us meaning and purpose and all these different things like solomon's saying so i think that Nietzsche, you're you're very very close, um, but I think that there is a fundamental um, at the very end of your argument a fundamental shift that happens where you you digress. Um, so thank you both for being on again. Um, I really appreciate you being on, and I, I've enjoyed talking to you and reading your books, and I'll continue to read both of your books because I think you all have wisdom. Um, so. Thank you guys for uh, listening today. Um, This was What's the Point, Um, an episode about Nietzsche and Solomon and how they kind of work together. Um, So thank you all for being on, and we'll see you next time. Nothing is real. You're fooling yourself. Real. I'm sick to my stomach There's got to be some